Welcome to Modern Day Abigails. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform and where we can become the women God created us to be. Thank you, Mr. Producer. Thank you. Yeah, producer. (laughs) Kudos to the producer. Shout out. So I don't know if he's going to keep this in. (laughs) He might. But we are finally back to doing another recording of Modern Day Abigails. No, it's been a while. And our last one, we had kind of got straight away from Songs of Solomon because we really want to talk about being the weaker vessel. And I hope everybody understood and learned that being weak is actually a good thing. Paul talks about it. That's where we find Jesus. That's where we find our strength is in our own weakness because our strength comes from the Lord. And Ray is, oh no, AKA producer. You do not have permission (laughs) to publish that on social media. I don't even have any makeup on. (laughs) No, this is a non makeup day for goodness sakes. Yeah. So now we have video. That's great. That's okay. You look fabulous. it's, It's okay. Where were we? Oh, see, we were talking Says about the girl who's matching with makeup I on match? and everything. Yes. Well, it's not cute. hard to match blue jean. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Blue jean shorts. Not hard. Fair enough. Athletic shirt. Fair enough. <laughs> we're good. Okay. Okay. Where were we? Oh, weaker vessel. Yes. So we talked about that and um, which was a really a good um, uh, detour because of Song of Solomon. We've been really going over that and, and talking about the Shulamite woman. She first starts out thinking she is. She is low. She's defeated. She's not feeling good about herself, but she knows she's not that bad. She knows there's more. And so she finds this, this shepherd and we know that's Jesus. We know she's alluding to Jesus and that she finds him and, and she wants to cling into him and she doesn't really care what anybody else thinks. She wants to be with Jesus. And so I love you later. And so we, we know that we're watching her growth. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to do the book of songs of Solomon, not only because God said so and said, you're going to do it, but also because we watching this growth and that's what we should be. If we're going to be a new creation, that means we're growing. That means we're going to go through stuff. We're going to go through a journey. And so I'm trying to been thinking about my awkward question. Oh no, I forgot. It's ladies. It's been so long because we've got so much going on. I forgot about the awkward questions. We've got, um, a baby shower we're about to do. Yes, we are. And a 10-year anniversary for the yes, church. Yes, Woo-hoo! we're excited about that. Oh, yeah. we and didn't then, do our usual. I'm yeah. Anna. I'm Joanna. And this <laughs> is Modern Day Abigail. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then we recently lost a really, really, good really friend. close friend of ours. And we've been dealing with that as well. And we just got a lot going on. So, so we can make this actually in memory of her. You know how sometimes shows do that at the end? They'll say in memory of. Yeah. Well, we'll do it at the beginning in memory of Michelle Orta because um, she was one of those. She she was, we're calling this message from lazy to ready. And she was ready. She, she, she was ready. Was. So when she, she when the Lord said, hey, it's Lord. time to come home, she was ready to go home. Um, not because she didn't love us or want to meet with us, but when she, she was ready, she was prepared. Yeah, and she had a lot of things she prepared before she passed away, and was really. In a, we found some testimonial stuff about her that we never knew, and um, to see where she was and to where she, the, the woman we met, we're like, are we sure you're talking about the same person? We never, we never saw it. Such it a one eighty when the yeah. Lord got a hold of her. 
So that's your 180. Yeah, so we'll, we'll dedicate this um, episode to her. We never got a chance to get her on the show. Oh, that's true. But yeah. she's trying not to tear up. I'm at the sorry. It's, she's on now. Yeah. Well, she, she's she's doing something. Oh yeah, so she's fun worshiping right the, the, the Lord. She's worshiping the Lord. She doesn't have time for this. Yeah, she loved her she Jesus. <clears throat> so my only quick question is: Have um, you ever thought about the difference? I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it when we talk about boundaries in a marriage versus boundaries in dating when it comes to. Um, sexuality. I'm not real sure I'm a best person. I mean, I've dated one person since 1995. I really don't know that I'm the best person for this. Oh, no, I think you're the greatest person for this because that's the question. Think about the boundaries. Think of what would you say the boundaries between non-marriage and marriage in the sexual relationship? Oh my gosh, it's night and day. Right. Now that, that I do know. I was thinking about it the other day that in outside of marriage, the Lord's like, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't. But the purity when, list yes. is long. Yeah, but when you get married, there's only a few handful of rules. No homosexuality, no sodomy, no having an affair. But he kind of just, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as long as y'all are both safe and happy yeah, and agreement. Exactly, I'm not talking about an abusive relationship. That's, uh, that's no. not what I'm talking about. No. I'm talking about a good, healthy relationship. Nothing the Lord did not really. I mean, I'm ladies, like, here we go. Here, here we go. <laughs> that's why I was going to say it's going to be awkward. <laughs> but you have to build up to that. You build up that trust. You build that's up. That's true. It, the mar- and some people may say, oh, when you get older, it, uh, the, the marriage bed is boring. Well, then you're doing it wrong. Because you should be learning each other all the time. And you shouldn't be stagnant. And that's where we're alluding to in Solomon's, Songs of Solomon, Chapter 3. Well, I'm older now than I was when I was originally married. I mean, that was, I don't know how long, what, 1990, 25 years ago. And um, when I get remarried, I have no intentions of it being boring. Exactly. Why should it be? <laughs> I've waited quite a long I'm time. I'm not talking about anything inappropriate, okay? Let's, like I said, I'm not talking about anything inappropriate. I'm just talking about uh, a husband and a wife who loves each other and what the Bible says about his body doesn't belong to him, her body doesn't belong to her, it belongs to each other, and it's in love. And you shouldn't be, um, it also goes into saying that you don't deny one another. Mm. So you should be trying to make the other one so you know, happy. happy. And the Good other word. one, yeah, happy. And the other one, happy back. And if you're both trying to make each other happy, it will never be boring. Not at all. Well, the Lord, he created sex for one reason. Yes. Husband and wife. Exactly. Not for all the distortion that's going on in the world exactly. today and that has been going on, but for a husband and wife to enjoy themselves, to become intimate, to become closer. Right, no shame. And um, and so, you know, it's kind of a no holds barred except for those a few yeah. rules that the Lord has. And then y'all do what you do. Exactly. Exactly. Like I said, as long as it's not I abusive. I think we did that well. <laughs> yes, I did. As long as it's not <laughs> abusive, because I, we kind of go that's into true. that because that's where we, we go into. You and I have yes. experienced that. It's yeah. not. Uh, no, uh, it was not. It was uh, very when um, with my my first husband. Well, we started out wrong in the first place. Yeah. Let's go there. And then even when though we got married, it was all about him. Yeah. And I didn't even understand any of it. And I could, I was like, whatever, this is pointless, you know, until I met Ray. And then when we got married, I'm like, wait, this is different. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah, probably. It, was, it was, it was complete night and day. Yeah. It was, it was not one sided. It was not, it, it's, um, 
you know, we even like to call it playtime, you know. Awesome. I mean, yeah. you and I have not actually ever talked about yeah. this between y'all because no. it's no, that private. No, that would be weird. It is weird. So, uh, yay. But, that, but, we, <laughs> but the reason I'm saying that is because it's fun. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. Because I know there's women out there who, I don't want to do that. I don't like doing that. I don't want to do that. Ladies, that's not fair. It's not nice. Yeah. And, but maybe there's something that needs to be changed. And I, I think when we go through Songs of Solomon, you can see where we can go from, this is what we're calling the message, from lazy to ready. But it's not just in the context of the marriage bed between a husband and wife, but also between our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with others. That's what I love about this book. It puts so much stuff together in one book. We could probably go through it forever. You really got to pay attention because. Yes. Like we've said numerous times and like we've learned, this book is not about. Um, this book is about our ultimately our goal yes. is a relationship with Jesus and how intimate and close that it yes. is supposed to be. And he uses it in the context of a husband and wife. And that's why he created marriage. He created marriage to show his love for us. And so when, when we learn about marriage and we learn about the marriage bed and we learn about that relationship, we're learning about our relationship with Jesus and how we become a deep, intimate relationship with Jesus. And we can't be lazy. We have to be ready. Yeah. And there's so many forms of deep relationship it all depends on who it's with yes i have a deep relationship with my son that is completely different than i would with my husband or even my best friend exactly or um even with your husband i'm very close with your husband it was very very different exactly and that's what we're also going to see here is the different relationships and how they work together because God yeah. created relationship. He wants us to have a relationship. He doesn't. He, and I will talk about this in a little bit about how um, it's ruined by social media. I'm, I can't see behind me, but I'm waving. So you're waving. I, I watched waving. Ray with his sunglasses oh. go back. To you're the waving. Crosswalk. So I'm waving. I thought he had already left. But apparently came back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's, now, now it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not really, because he hears the whole thing anyway. Oh, yeah, he edits. Also, he edits it. That's he, true, Doug. We get the weird text every once in a while, like, really? Yeah, we do. We <laughs> or, actually do. Ladies, or, really. Or, or I'll allow that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes like, we don't know if he's going to cut something or not. Yeah. Or so, uh, uh, he doesn't usually, no, but I'll, no, I'll say something and be like, okay, I heard, you, I heard you say blah, blah, blah. I'll allow that. He's, if he thinks it might be an accident, yeah. but he doesn't actually cut no. our stuff out unless he thinks it might. But the, he always asks first. Exactly. Is that supposed to be there? <laughs> yes, it is. Leave it alone. Uh-huh. Are you really eating? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Are you crunching? We are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start off with right. songs let's, of songs. Let's pray. Oh. We need to oh, pray. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'll I pray to do that. End, Thank you. Um, and you pray since you know what your message is about. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for, for doing that. Been, we're, we're out of sorts. <laughs> well, we've been praying the, the whole morning, so. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I hadn't done it actually here. So y'all don't know, but when we do, for those of y'all who are in ministry, you know. Yeah. Um, But every single, every single time we start a podcast our night before, sometimes the week before, depending mm-hmm. on our message. Well, pretty or the, the week before. Yeah, the night before or absolutely 100% the morning of is absolute chaos. Um, this stuff actually warfare. was not working. When Ray first got this, it wasn't working. Oh, not a shocker. No. I, my car, I didn't know if I was even going to make it here because my, star, my car is on the blitz all of a sudden. It oh, wasn't gosh. yesterday. <laughs> Anyway, had slept this now. week, but slept good last yeah, night. Yeah, it'll anyway. be fine on the way home. It's just exactly. the warfare that goes along with, you know, 
helping ladies and loving y'all yeah, and because our goal is in the word exactly because our goal is to see salvation and life yeah, change and if and, we can change your life if the lord changes your life in areas where you need to change it's going to change your whole home yeah anything about jesus the enemy is oh, yeah. super unhappy and that's okay we're not here to no, please him no no anyway so let's like actually pray out loud yeah go for it Abba father holy one of israel the great i am maker of heaven and earth the Prince of Peace and Wonderful Counselor. And Lord, that's what we're asking for right now. We're asking your peace upon your listeners so that your word can penetrate. And as I had asked earlier, Lord, I I need your words to go through our mouths because we want to see lives change. If we're a new creation, either lives change because they're born again or lives change because we're becoming a new creation. And Lord, sometimes our journeys are hard. Sometimes they're rough. But we know in the end, as we've been, as we go through the Bible, Lord, we see your different believers going or, um, in the Old Testament, you know, we've been going through Genesis with the kids and we're watching all these journeys and we know that these journeys is to for improvement and building up, even though we may not like it. And so, Lord, we're just asking in the mighty name of Jesus to be with these ladies as they listen, give them the ability to listen, Lord, and let your words penetrate. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Speaking of another shout out to our our friend, Michelle, it was her idea for us to go through the book of Genesis for the kids. Now, for those who haven't read Genesis, there are some parts in there that's very difficult for an adult to to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And so let alone trying to figure out how to to read the kids and hope they don't really ask the big questions and you can just go through the circumcision. Yeah. What's rape? Yeah. Uh, You know, what's. What's, what, did, what did Ruben actually do to that lady? <laughs> yeah, I mean, goodness, uh, there's lots going on. Think, thankfully, the kids don't ask those questions, and we are, we are able to put the message in the context that it's appropriate for them and for their age, but we're not going to Why does he have word. two wives? Yeah. <laughs> well, we talk about that. God never said it was okay. He did wrong. Yeah. Why did, why did uh, Cain kill his brother? <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, we haven't had too many hard questions yet. Yeah. But, um, but we don't skip the word because the word is so important. Yeah. Because, uh, and that's a good point. One of the reasons we do this is because I went to a, a school for my son to see about private school. Very cheap, but a very nice school. And I was kind of wondering, like, how is, how is that going together? But when we talked about the Bible study, they told me they used a, a woman author who I don't personally agree with. And I said, excuse me? I mean, my, my first words out of my mouth was, you teach your men from a woman? You know, and I know some people don't understand that, but the word says a woman's not to teach a man. And they had high schoolers. And uh, I'm like, of course, that guy looked at me like I like deer in the headlights, like, are, are you nuts? And he finally goes, well, the kids wanted something that they could apply to their life. And I guess at that moment, the Lord, his angel, somebody put a hand over my mouth. Because you didn't say uh, the Bible. Yeah, because I was going to, I was like, I wanted to say, you mean you're telling me that the Bible is not appropriate and that they can't learn from the Bible to apply it to their lives? And it would have gotten to, anyway, the Lord just kept his mouth over my hand, over my mouth. And because that was not the fight he wanted me to have. And they didn't call me and I didn't call them. Anyway, so for <laughs> us, you know, when we teach the kids, we're going to teach them the Bible and we're going to teach them how it applies to their life. But that doesn't mean, so we read all the words. We do. But that doesn't mean we have to explain every word. Sometimes we read fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I might be guilty of that. Anyway. Yeah. So our, anyway, Michelle picked out Genesis yeah. and then I told Joanne, I'm like, you know, she bailed on us, right? She totally did. She bailed on us. But that's okay. She yeah. bailed for a good reason. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah, she's she's having a lot more fun than. And we I'm sure are. if the Lord mentions this to her, she would be laughing. She would because this was her idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> her idea. So but anyway, 
Yeah, so if we y'all want to read, so if y'all stop and read Genesis thirty-five, y'all can pray for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I had thirty-four last week. It was rough. <laughs> Our craft was very in depth to keep a lot of their attention because it was. Um, well, if you read it, you know why. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, anyway, songs of songs. Some All people right. call it songs of songs. Some people call it songs of Solomon. But we are in chapter three, and the Shulamite says, "I'm going to read actually verses one through five, and then we're going to touch on." Uh, every verse, because there's so much to just unpack. The Shulamite, by night on my bed, I sought the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. I will rise now, I said, and go about the city in the streets and in the squares. I will seek the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. I said, have you seen the one I love? Scarcely had I passed by them when I found the one I love. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him to the house of my mother and into my chamber of her who conceived me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. All right. So she's still in this daydreaming state. Uh, If y'all remember back from uh, chapter two. Uh, verse six, there was this um, kind of a daydream. She's thinking about it. Um, verse six, because um, we know they're not married yet. Um, part of it is because she goes, when she said, I brought him to, until I brought him to my mother's house, that was saying, we're not married yet. So um, she's at that time, they were looking for the Messiah to come for the first time. We're waiting for his second coming. And so we do have to ask ourselves, you know, we're looking for the return of Jesus. So what are our thoughts and our desires? You know, as we're, you know, she's talking about, she sought him, you know, or what are we doing? And one of the things I, I want to really focus us on thinking about eternity and teaching towards eternity. Uh, DJ, I don't know if anybody knows Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I'm not saying I agree with all his theology. I don't really know his theology. I tried reading his, listening to his, the book about him. The author was trying to stay in tune with Diedrich Bonhoeffer, who was a genius. And so he used these, you know, 15, 20 letter words. I hadn't the slightest clue. What Did they you have meant. a dictionary? I couldn't. I was reading to, it. Oh. I was reading. I was listening to it, the oh. book. And I'm like, I need a dictionary. Well, and it wouldn't have helped because I wouldn't even know how to spell the Well, I had the, if I had the reading book, I would have been able to spell the word. But I was listening to it. I don't even know if I could have spelled the word. And it was very, um, anyway, I didn't make it through it. So I'm not saying I agree with his theology or anything because I really don't know what it is. <clears throat> but what I do like. That was really neat is he had a twin sister and they used to stop just to com- contemplate eternity. His sister is the one who married the Jews. And that's why he got really involved about helping with the Jews because his sister had married one. And they were five, when they were five years old, they were starting to think about eternity. And when they were no longer in the nursery together, he would knock on the wall after they were gone to bed to signal her to her. It was time to think about eternity. You know, Dove talks about that one pastor that says we should be teaching others to prepare them for eternity. We don't teach for the daily. We teach for eternity. And I think that as we go well through said. this, yeah, if we go through this, that's what we want to do. So in this daydream, it's good that she's thinking. And if we look at it from the terms that she's thinking about eternity, because our eternity is longer than what's on earth. Ray used to, a um, uh, long time ago, he thought about having a, a ministry called bl- the, the blink of the eye except it was already taken. But it basically meant we're only here for a blank. That's it. 
that little dash on the tombstone, that's it. That's our whole life. Yep. <laughs> that eter- is literally yeah, our whole life. That's our whole life. But the eternity, that's longer. That's endless. And where are we going to spend eternity? We have two choices. Heaven or hell. That's it. We'll talk about that more. So in chapter two, they're still together. So what happened? She sounds lonely. We don't know why. Um, apparently, they're not actually in her daydream with this man. They're not married. They're living together, but they're not married. It means she, and she's feeling lonely. Um, we don't condone people living together. The Bible does not condone living together because there's no commitment. And I think that's what the, the, song, uh, the writer was trying to say here, that there was no commitment in their relationship. And you might think, oh, but he loves me. And, you know, but what if we take an oath in front of witnesses in, in this and that? It's um, so, uh, this is what I hear. It's so old school to not live together first. Yeah, right. So w- let's think about that oath. Exactly. So in, and I Which know, I did with several men, by the way, and I could tell you that it didn't work out with any. Right, because there's no a commitment. single one. Right. And I know, I understand that in Europe, it's very popular. Yeah. It's, a, it's almost normal to live together until um, you've had like a couple of kids and then you might actually recognize the marriage. Yeah. I ended up marrying the last one, but um, there was so much damage. Yeah. There's so much damage. Exactly. And why? It's because it's about commitment. And God made an oath of commitment to Abraham in Genesis 15. And he knew, but he knew that Abraham could not keep that promise. So that's why God made the promise and said, I'm going to keep it. And, and God always keeps his promises. And, and if you're thinking like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not saved. I don't understand this commitment stuff. Let me read you uh, Romans 10, 9 through 13. That if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is God's promise. If you call on the name of the Lord and you say, I am a sinner. I have rebelled against you, Lord. I need to be saved. Will you please save me? I believe you died on the cross to pay my sin debt. And I believe you were raised from the dead then Lord's going to be like, you, you're saved. And if you said this prayer and you believed it in your heart, you're saved right then and now. And your husband, uh, Pastor Ray, always likes to say, might be saved. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it doesn't say that. Right. He'll say, does, does, does it the say words, might be right, saved? Does the no. word say might be saved, could no. be saved, possibly no. saved, no. looking good to be saved? No, the no. Lord said you will, will. be saved. Will. It is a promise. And it's the only promise. That, and that's, God always keeps his promises. Always keeps his promises yeah so let's stop there for just a second because as humans we are we sometimes don't right and and sometimes we are so lied to by someone that we care about and love about that we don't fully believe that that could actually be true but god's not human exactly he's not us yeah he's not us he's not human people try to make um you know like well jesus was human yeah he came in human form but he was god 100 percent god, god. Yeah. And he was doing what the father told him to do. And I know there's a lot of people who've been hurt. They've been hurt by um, people around them. They might have been hurt by a husband. They might have been hurt by a parent. And sometimes it is hard to realize that God is not like that. And you're like, but I look in the world and it's just ugly. Yeah, because sin is ugly. 
and God made a way through it. And he is going to return and he is going to take away that ugliness. But until then, we need Jesus. Amen. So back to her kind of state. Um, Not sure exactly what she's going through. I mean, is she lonely? I mean, if you read the book of Lamentations, it describes loneliness. And it doesn't seem to be where she is, but maybe she's friendless. And I think I don't sometimes I have to I'm trying to think about. I know right where she is. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I do. Go for it, Joanna. Oh, geez. Okay, this gets personal then, which I didn't plan to do. But here we go. Um, Okay, so I have um, been married to uh, abuse, right? I was was abused. And so got out of that. Lord brought me out of that. Lord healed me. Good to go. Super, super happy in my singleness. So, so happy. Um, Thought the thought of being single and on my own forever made me happy. I was didn't bat an eye at it um, until Anna. Thank you, Anna. Hey, that was the Lord who told me. <laughs> I did not do that on my own. Thank you. And what? It, she, tell them what the Lord say, said. I'm Anna. just saying what happened was we're coming out of a Bible study class. It was at one of our the ladies in our church. It was at her house, and I'm walking, be bopping by myself, minding my own business. When I hear the Lord go, there's a man that needs a Joanna. When I stopped, kind of looked up, looked around. Huh? There's a man that needs a Joanna. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, well, and we had not been that close yet. No, that this journey has actually really brought us closer. And I, what I rejected that, I fully rejected that. So oh, she did. Fast forward to, um, God, that was like five, six years ago. No, uh, six because no, Toby wasn't born yet. Oh, oh so my yes. gosh, that was so a long time. It was ago. six years. Okay, and so, um, and I was. Seriously fine being happy up until about, would you say about eight months ago? Maybe, maybe yeah. it's been less than a year. I am no longer happy being single and I don't know what the Lord has done to me, and, but he has changed my absolute mindset. It is irritating me to death because I am no longer happy being missing, being single. I don't see myself any longer living the rest of my life alone. And so with that comes lots and lots of thoughts of um, now that I'm, I guess I'm ready to be married again, which is something I never expected to happen. Um, I'm like, okay, so where's the guy? Because now I'm prepared and where's the guy? <laughs> we, and there's no guy. I'm not even dating, okay? That's, that's not, not even. The Lord's not worried about anybody. that part. <laughs> Lord's not like, worried. Lord, why did you prepare me for something so drastic when there's not even a guy in the picture? I mean, like no guy in the picture. And so with that sometimes comes bouts of longing and loneliness. And even though I'm not alone, I have such close friends. And like it or not, I tag along with oh, yeah. Anna and Ray it. and then uh, Dove and his wife, uh, Suzanne and um, I'm not a third wheel. Only no, if you, you think of yourself as a third wheel, are you a third wheel? I think I write it the other day. You're a unicorn. Uh, what's that mean? Because well, they I'm have a right horn. With... What? A single horn? So you have a unicorn? I don't know. That's I'm... what somebody said. <laughs> I don't know. I just hey, thought it was great. They're cute and fly and they're bedazzled. I'm all right with it. I'm not saying. Not that we, you know. Anyway. People, so... not, we're not into magic or anything. We don't have no. anything to do that. It was just supposed to be about the, the uniqueness and that you add to the team, not I add you're flavor. Not, yeah, to you the add flavor to the team. You're not. Yeah, you're yeah, not. I would be bored without me. We would. I mean, totally bored. Anyway, so 
I understand the mindset that she's at. She's in a weird place. She doesn't yeah. want to go back to her singleness. She's scared. Of, but she's not in a committed relationship either. No, no, she's not. But she wants to be. And now so her heart has changed and she's longing and she's got all these um what if expectations and how's this going to work and I'm interested and I don't know what to do. Ladies, I wouldn't even begin to know how to date um, because it's been so long. I'm going to be a, a terrible dater. Nah, <laughs> terrible nah. dater. No, no, we, we worked it out because I don't know if you remember, but we're at the, ho- we're going to go visit um, Toby and oh, his mom God. at the hospital. Listen, you get, she gives me this long these list. These are the friends I keep. She gives me this long, well, like I said, we hadn't been, <laughs> we just started getting to know each other and we, we were started hanging out as because she, of ministry. You asked me, what and, do I, what wait, do I, if yeah. I ever got well, was what she interested? Because the Lord had told me that. So well, I'm like, I want so in a guy. I'm casually asking. So what, what kind of guys do you look into? We're in a hospital and we're passing all of these doctors. doctors yeah. And she's like, so what do you think about doctors? I'm like, and mm, none of what? them. And, and then she gives me this Mm-mm. long list. And I'm like, girl. We're going to shorten that she list. Was so, appro- I, no. She was not approved. She was not impressed with my, to the Lord. my long, unrealistic I, list. I prayed to the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, <laughs> so what is it? And he narrowed it down to four <sighs> qualities. And that's what I pray on. Yeah, which I I think there should the list should be a little bit longer, but um, no, Anna doesn't care. <laughs> no, I know the Lord told me four qualities, and that's what I pray over. They're so. not bad qualities; they're great qualities. But I have a few more. But they didn't listen, and I didn't get my way. So I, I'm sorry if he's he, he may not be tall. I don't know what to tell you. I Just, am you know. so short; I'm not even five foot. That I fixate on. Tall and does it? I fix it on tall people. I'm obsessed with tall people. Look, the lady in the restaurant. I, know, I had to ask her how she tall she was. She wasn't a guy, but her tallness um, caught my attention. She was six foot. I'm like, you go, girl. We're. <laughs> she was a short one of her family too, by the way. Just FYI, oh, yeah. Yeah, God bless so her. I, I we digressed. Think that I would be fine with another tall man, but um, Anna is. She didn't let it. It's not on my list. No, it's not. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, this woman, she's in a weird spot yes. with with her mind and her emotions, and they're flip flopping and they're wavy, and she's trying to sort it all out, and she's not in a position mentally to no. be able to sort it out just yet. No, and the, and the interesting part is though too. Also, if you're a believer in Jesus, Jesus promised He would never leave us, forsake us. So if if He promised He would never leave us, forsake us, and we feel loneliness or we feel friendless, what do you think happened there? We're ignoring Jesus. We have to be flat out ignoring Jesus. Because if we weren't, we wouldn't be feeling that way. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Thank you.